Welcome, everybody, to Dead Talk Live. I am your host, Viz, and today we are joined by director Kevin Lewis, Mina Suvari, Sarah Gray, and Alexis Knapp from the movie The Accursed, which is premiering in theaters and video on demand October 14th. Guys, I want to welcome you to the show. How are you all doing today? Doing great. <laughs> great. No complaints. It oh is God. an honor to talk to you. Uh, I want to congratulate. I want to <laughs> congratulate all of you on the film. I actually watched it last night. I really enjoyed it. It kept me captivated from the beginning straight through to the end. Kevin, I want to start with you. Uh, there's this the undertone theme in this movie is a lot about dealing with relationships. The most important being the one between Ellie and Mary Lynn. Uh, before you got started shooting the film, how did you envision the relationship between Mary Lynn and Ellie playing out? Well, um, I believe that all the relationships were equal on this film, that if you had one you know, less, the other one, would, it was a scale, right? It's a balance. So the whole, the whole thing is that the, the idea that the Again, and I always talk about this, but it's true. It's that the sins of the mothers were visited on the daughters and that these, these, these women are going to be taking place of their mothers, that history will teach us nothing. And so Mary Lynn and Sadie, Sadie's on the course of being like her mother. And um, of course, you know, Alma and Ellie as well. And so the whole thing with Mary Lynn and the idea of her trying to, you know, tell Ellie and, and, and kind of warn her what's going on you know, she's fractured, she's mm -hmm. been through it, you know, and she has a daughter. And Ellie is a very kind of, you know, I have a 16 year old daughter. And I always looked at the Ellie characters like my daughter. And I actually felt it was so funny, because like I talked to Sarah on the side, because I, I would feel so bad just dragging Ellie through this muck and mire through this movie. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it's interesting, because I think the movie deals a lot with grief. Yeah. The idea that Ellie has not and is and, and guilt and and Ellie has not um, have she has not gotten over her grief and guilt. You know, I take care of my mom. She's ninety one, and I took a lot of that kind of in this. And it's like if she just would have faced her demons. And it, it's interesting too because we have a demon in this movie, mm -hmm. but also it's all about facing your demons. So yeah. the demon is a physical form. But the idea that us as, as human beings, we all have demons and we all have to face them. And if we're not going to face them now, we're going to face them later. And so my, one of my favorite uh, phrases is it doesn't get you till it gets you. And yeah. for me, Ellie is the point where, you know, if she just and, and, and her friend says, talk to somebody, you know, and, and it's mental health. Right. Like if you should open up and talk to somebody, she wouldn't have to go through what she goes through but she kind of has the grief and has the guilt and has regret and that eats at her mm -hmm. and what happens when that eats at her it opens up to bringing the character of alma in to bringing mary lynn in and so the idea that i always felt with this movie is also dealing with mental health you know yes it's a horror movie yes it's you know that but it's about grief and it's about okay. guilt and we all have it and i i think to myself sometimes with my mom you know it's like okay i'm working on this film or something she's 91 if I spend a little more time with her, you know, she's not going to be here that much longer. I would just sit down and, you know, we've been playing to watch Elvis together and I've just been so busy and it's like, I need to take that time, yeah. you know? And so it's like, it's, that's kind of what I want to do. So to me, good horror is good drama. 
And mm -hmm. I felt that we always had a good drama in this. And th th these actors, they were just incredible. And I, I don't say actresses, I say actors, actresses, thespians. Yeah. Th they are amazing. You yeah, know, absolutely. and they were the ones that carry this movie. You know, absolutely, uh, absolutely. And that just brings me to Alma, Mina, your character. Uh, very fascinating character, mysterious. When you read through the script and you saw your character's story arc, what game plan did you come up with on how you were going to approach Alma and how you were going to play her? You mean after the initial shock of realizing that they thought of me for something like this? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, what does that say about me? Uh, for me, it says that you are a multifaceted actor that can play any role that is thrown away. Oh, head. no. I remember having these moments where I thought, what do you want to do, Kevin? Like, uh, and I, I, <laughs> I felt like it was sometimes so extreme. I didn't, I didn't, I was a little scared or like nervous of um, even thinking about it. But um, I love this genre so much and I love the challenge. So I thought, okay, here we go. Um, but I mean, it, it, I, I guess that, I mean, I was initially just really excited. I, I love the genre. I was a huge fan of Kevin's. I mean, I felt like there was so much potential for me to really let go in a new way with something like this. Um, mm -hmm. I think first and foremost, but then like Kevin said, I mean, uh, the, the, there's the story is so rich in and of itself. And I feel like for a film, you know, in this genre, you don't always have that amount of richness. Mm -hmm. um, so I was just really excited and honored to be thought of and, and ready to play. Absolutely. Now, Sarah, <laughs> you are the lead. You play Ellie. Your character is best friends with Beth, played by Sarah Dumont. Uh, Beth feels like Ellie needs extra looking out for. When you look at your character, do you see Ellie as being more naive than she should be at her age? Uh, like, you know, or even lacking responsibility, always losing her cell phone, never being able to get a hold of her. How do you view Ellie in regards to how she views the rest of the world? that was a bit irresponsible she's always losing her phone in the middle of nowhere um <laughs> yeah I think I think what Ellie is really struggling with is her biggest fear is that she's going to turn into her mother who she mm -hmm. is kind of crazy so when she when these kind of like creepy things come up and it's stuff that you kind of go oh, I don't know if she should be doing this I don't know if we should go there I think she's battling with like okay, well, if I accept that this is real and this is happening, I feel like I'm crazy. Yeah. So I think that's why she continues to go forward and she's kind of like, no, 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 it's nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing because she's just terrified of being uh, labeled crazy. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. And there's actually a line that Mary Lynn, Alexis, you tell Sarah uh, when you guys are having that conversation in the woods where you say, you know, every mother's worst nightmare or daughter's worst nightmare is they're going to become you. They're going to become their mother at some point. 
Now, Alexis, I saw Mary Lynn as that badass character. I loved Mary Lynn in this movie. She was a badass. I mean, she spoke her mind, didn't hold anything back. Um, were you allowed to bring a lot of creative elements? Did Kevin allow you to bring some creative elements to Mary Lynn that was not in the original script? I mean, you know, it's just like real life. Speak my mind. Such a badass. Like, don't give us a shit. But <laughs> just kidding. Um, you know, he he really had the character uh, solidly written and created. I'm so sorry. My thing keeps zooming out. Like, stop doing that. It's all going to focus. <laughs> yeah, it's an iPad. Um, okay, so, um, you know, we we did have some, a, a, a lot of wiggle room uh, create, creatively, you know, um, that really it was just a very alignment about who she is. And I think the, the one thing we were kind of battling with the most was what kind of accent she has. Um, we, we thought that, um, well, I guess I brought it up to him that I, I felt that, you know, a Southern accent is a very a warm and welcoming kind of energy. And I think Marilyn is just too hardened for, for that kind of thing. So, you know, I, I put it in a, li a little bit. I am from North Carolina. I can turn it on like instantly. Sometimes I can't turn it off depending on who I'm talking to. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, but, um, but he agreed. And, and so, you know, we kind of, we kind of tweaked her a little bit, but essentially he, he had a very strong idea of who, who Marilyn is and, and how she is. And it was, it made it easier for me. Um, I didn't have to uh, do too much work and like, rewriting this character for someone who didn't quite understand the character like kevin fucking knows the character and and, yeah. and made her solid and luckily i just aligned with it now sarah when you and alexis are having that conversation in the woods and ellie's hearing the story of what you know uh alexis's character has done to mrs ambrose it's an incredible story, you know, and Marilyn does not hold anything back. She lets it all out on the table and she lets out what she's going to do in the future out as well. Now, you know, when you're trying to put yourself in Ellie's character and how somebody would respond to hearing such an incredible story, what method or what ultimate reaction that you felt most comfortable with worked for you? Yeah, it's horrific what happens to her character. And so I honestly, I, I didn't feel like I had to do much. It was really just listening to her tell her story in the moment and letting the information wash over me. And it just kind of, you know, it just came out, you know. Now, who all here agrees? Uh, I'm assuming you guys have all seen the, the final product that Sarah lets out one of the best horror movie screams of all time in the end. I mean, talk about <laughs> Sarah, you nailed it. I was like, okay, we got a new screen cream. That was amazing. Uh, Alexis. Let me, let me just say this woman is absolutely incredible because in the last scene where I'm singing, uh, and it would just be like, okay, and next take. Just like, next take. And I don't know. I mean, I would have lost my voice for like a month. And she's just like, okay. I, I actually remember... Um, working with a coach when I was younger and he'd say scream and I'd be like I, I can't I didn't know how to do that it's and not it was that easy. incredible to experience she's like they're like action so she's like <laughs> it was just epic it's you not know? that easy and you just <laughs> nailed it Alexis Alexis you're, you're a singer too right Sarah you got 
you got vocal cords. That, yeah. that has a lot to do with it. <laughs> now, now, Alexis, why do you think Marilyn approaches Ellie in the first place? She didn't have to. She didn't have to go over to her house with her daughter, Sadie. Was she going after Sadie to see where her daughter was and she stumbled upon Ellie? Or did she go there with the intent to talking to Ellie and letting her know exactly what she's getting herself into? Well, I think essentially it was like Ellie comes in and she was in her way. I'm my character wanted to burn down this house and finish the job that I had started and, and get rid of this problem. And here we have this innocent little blonde beauty here, which is her, her, her blue eyed uh, existence, not not seeing the truth. And so, you know, she I had to involve her um, because this I had a one track mind of what needs to be done. And it's it's going to be done. And so she was. Mary Lynn was patient with Ellie for a while in the movie, allowing things to kind of run their course a little bit. But um, essentially, you know, Ellie put herself in in the situation by being yeah. there. So I had to involve her. And also, she, I'm, Mary Lynn's a mother and she cares about her um, deep down. Uh, doesn't want to see another person get taken by this freaking demon. Um, so I, I thought Mary Lynn was a little cold, like she could she could have saved her way earlier you know but then we don't have a movie <laughs> but for me that really shows the compassionate side to your character you know just talking to her and letting her know what's coming now mina in that climax in the ending in the house with you and sarah and all the action the fire the special effects you being a veteran of the screen how do you keep your composure when all this chaos is going on around you to stay focused on your role and doing the job? Uh, that's very nice of you to say. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, listen, I just, I, I'm throwing it all towards Kevin, you know, because it starts there. You know, it starts with um, our director and, and the, um, you know, the tone that he holds, the atmosphere that he creates on set, you know, the, the connection that you have with the crew, you know, all of that. And it's like a, it's like choreography, you know, it's like a dance. And I guess, um, I mean, thank you for your very kind and generous words. I don't, I don't know. I guess I, well, like you said, I yep. have to kind of, I focus on what I have to do and I, I, well, it's I felt very, I, I, let me just say, I felt very lucky though, and very safe. I didn't use this word previously with Kevin because you have to have that connection. You know, I simply felt like uh, I could bring whatever I needed to the table or wanted or had that time to work with him or have those questions. And I feel like if I can just like get that, then I, you know, that's enough for me to, to work and with. And I had more than enough. Absolutely. And Kevin, that's a testament to you to keeping everything together and keeping everybody focused. One Final question before our time is up. That final scene, Kevin, in the hospital room where we see Sarah belch out the scream of the century, as the camera pans out from Mina and we start and we see the the, the whole room, uh, that's a very pivotal moment. You could have ended it with us seeing Alma, but that extra bit showing us that entire room, did that present a challenge for you shooting it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh... We were trying to figure out, uh, I don't want to give everything away if people haven't seen the movie, but the the stunt of hanging these things and, the, and it, it was very difficult. But I was I was like, we have to have this. This is part, this is the mm -hmm. ending. Um, this is the cherry on top. So 
Um, credit to the stunt department and Charlie, um, my stunt coordinator. We worked it out and we just, we figured it out. Um, and um, that day, uh, and I'm sure Mina and Sarah remember this, uh, we had like eight pages to shoot that day and we were running around. We shot the lawyer scene that day. Mm -hmm. We shot um, the, the whole hospital finale that day and we started in the beginning the, in the morning um, with the stairwell the locations were very close to each other so it was great we could we could move but um that day was one one intense day uh, the library was the library that was it we were at the library yeah. that day and then we did and then we moved and so it was kind of like what Mina was saying. It's like, okay, next take, let's go. Next take, let's go. Because I, I had to, I had to get a wrap and credit to Sarah. Cause I was like in the script, she didn't do it. And I asked her, would you mind if you could scream? And, and she's like, okay, I'll, I'll try it. You know, I was like, okay. And then, you know, we do it. And like, as, as Mina says the word epic, cause that's what it was. And I was like, okay, this is great. This is awesome. I, mean, yeah. I remember we were working with your your lovely wife too as like creative consultant. As she's a nurse. incredible. So she, my <laughs> wife's a nurse, and I was so worried about, gosh, are people going to look at this and like, okay, she, she's a nurse. Why isn't she doing this or that? So I was like, Mary, you got you got to help out. So she'd fly in, and she's like, you got to do it this way. It's so fun. People were like, people were like, does that? And it's like, yeah, like there's a part where she shakes the, the uh, Miss Ambrose, and mm -hmm. it was like. Looks weird. It's like no, that's what they do because they they want to get a response. So I was like, no, she's the consultant. We're going with her. At least I will get yelled at when this movie comes out by the wife at home. So it's I was a family affair. This was family affair. Guys, that was first take, right? That was the first take. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. I want to thank all of you so much for coming on here again. The movie's called The Accursed. Is coming out in theaters and video on demand October fourteenth. Check it out. It's a great film from start to finish. Great storytelling, great acting. It's scary, it's creepy, and it's a great psychological film that's going to really bend your mind. Thank you to all of you again for coming on here and sharing your story. I want to thank our audience who is tuning in. Until next time, on behalf of Mina, Sarah, Alexis, and Kevin, and myself, stay safe and stay walking. Bye, everybody. <laughs>